Instead of being driven to the town of Wicker Cursewell, Olivia elected to get there by means of coach, so as to not attract too much attention. Vega had told Olivia that he could arrange for her to have 24-hour protection by some of his most trusted vampires, but Olivia told Vega that yet again that would call too much attention to her while she was trying to stay under the radar, as it were. But Olivia also considered the possibility that this witch might already be aware that Olivia was on her way to see her and was anticipating her arrival. As far as Olivia was aware, the witch in the well, as they were referred to as, was considered by most people to be a character from a story. But one thing that Olivia knew better than anybody was that every character in every story is either based upon a real-life person or is a combination of multiple people. In some cases, the names of people and places are changed, but for the most part, the truth of who someone is, how they are, how they were, and even what they look like are true representations or approximations of real people or real-life characters in their own right. Olivia thought about telling Melissa where she was going and what she was doing, but Melissa herself was feeling a little under the weather at the moment, which worried Olivia and which also gave her even more of a sense of urgency to go to where she needed to go to meet who she needed to meet. Because Olivia feared that if she were unsuccessful in being able to convince the witch to reverse the spell that she had cast, then every werewolf alive would die including her. So, to Olivia, it was a case of now or never. Vega watched Olivia as she made her long walk down the long driveway of their countryside mansion home through the same window where he had watched her leave before. But this time, even he was concerned that something was going to happen that not even he could control and could not foresee the outcome of. Olivia eventually made her way to the nearest coach station and booked a one-way ticket to the town of Wicker Curswell. Well, to a village within walking distance of Wicker Curswell. Olivia had in her possession a 17th century map of Wicker Curswell that she had taken a photograph of from a page from a book that Olivia had found in Vegas' personal and vast library of books. And she also had a book of British myths and legends. Olivia also had the gift of her determination and the lasting impression of the wolf that still remained within her that gave her the strength and the belief that she could and she would be successful and that the wolf would return to every werewolf because of her actions. The coach journey to the village of Periphery, which was located about three miles away from Wicker Curswell, took about three hours to get to, so it gave Olivia more than enough time to think about what she was going to do when she got to where she was going to and what she was going to say when she finally met who she was intending to meet. Then, after disembarking from the coach, it took Olivia another hour to walk to the centre of Wicker Curswell, which was somewhat of a crossroads town that people passed through on their way to get to other places. However, by the time that Olivia arrived at the eponymous well of Wicker Curswell, all the nerves that she thought she had under control started to get the best of her, and she started to feel nauseous and as if she were about to be sick. Olivia held her stomach as if she were about to vomit, 
because she began to feel this excruciating pain in her abdomen. And it was as she bent over that she noticed a small piece of metal in the shape of a coin glistening in the dwindling light of the sun that was on the verge of setting and covering all with a veil of shadow. For an instant, Olivia thought about reaching for the metal disc coin, but then something inside of her stopped her and immediately she was gifted with what she needed more than anything in that moment. Hope. Clarity. And then a wave of energy began to rise within her, and instantly the pain that she had felt moments before evaporated. Olivia stood up straight, and was no longer concerned with the almost hypnotic power of the glistening coin that had either purposefully or accidentally found its way to the grassy knoll of ground that surrounded the well, which appeared to be the only thriving area within the boundary of Wicker Cursewell. The well itself looked dark and ominous to Olivia as she investigated it and wondered what and who lay within its depths. Olivia stood looking into the dark of the well, which had atop of it a canopy that had what appeared to be the visage of a raven or a crow with its wings spread open as if they were about to either land or take flight. And as Olivia looked up at the statue of what she believed was supposed to depict a crow, she was immediately reminded of her raven friend, Rachel, who had visited her at her home in the New Forest some months before to deliver a message to her and who she had subsequently met and spoke to many times since. Then Olivia remembered the message that Rachel had been given to deliver to her. One word. DeLorean. Like the car manufacturer DeLorean that was made famous in the Back to the Future trilogy of films that the character of Doc Emmett Brown had converted into a time machine. However, apart from the obvious connection to one of Olivia's favourite film series, all these months since she still could not work out what Rachel's message was in reference to. Perhaps now is the time, Olivia said to herself. Then Olivia felt a shadow fall over her. Not only the shadow of darkness from the sun setting, but also from that of someone tall standing behind her, whose presence caused Olivia to immediately turn around and identify whom it was attempting to surprise her. And Olivia found herself looking into the eyes of a man dressed in black. Who, who, who are you? asked Olivia in a startled tone of voice. My name? My name is Corvus. And you are... You are Olivia Hunter, correct? Replied the man in black, who claimed to be called Corvus. Olivia was naturally nervous because she did not know if this Corvus was who she was intending to meet. However, Olivia then found the confidence to look the man in black in the eye and ask him, Are you the witch in the well? <laughs> Corvus replied with a spontaneous laugh. No, no, I'm not the one who you seek. However, she is nearby and she knew that you would come because she knows everything. Olivia raised her right eyebrow in fascination in a very Mr. Spock from Star Trek sort of way that Olivia believed even Leonard Nimoy himself would be proud of if he were there to see it. 
because Olivia was amused at the level of arrogance being communicated by the man in black about the as-yet-unseen witch in the well. You sound very sure of their abilities, asked Olivia with a slight smile. I am, because I know her very well, and I have done so for many centuries, Corvus replied with an exaggerated grin. Really? So you both go back a long way, I take it. Old friends, old acquaintances, perhaps old lovers even, replied Olivia with a tone of unanticipated nonchalance. Has anybody ever told you that you are incredibly perceptive, Olivia Hunter? replied Corvus, continuing to grin at Olivia. Me? Nah. But, you know, I can sometimes... I can sometimes read people and I can tell who a person is by the tone of voice that they use when referring to someone else. And when I heard you describing her, the witch in the well, I immediately got the feeling that you both had a history together that was more than just friends. But maybe I'm wrong, replied Olivia with a smile and with a tone of self-assuredness. Maybe you still have something going on together. Or you wish you both still did. Like I said, I'm just guessing. Corvus just looked at Olivia in silence for a few moments with a grimace on his face before his grin returned and he said, You know, for someone who no longer has a wolf within her, you are remarkably self-confident and self-assured. In fact, if I may give you a compliment, you actually sound a lot like her the one who you will soon meet in all her glory. Really? Well, then I guess I will take that as a compliment until I meet her, and then I'll let you know if you are right. Right about the whole gloriness, I mean, Olivia replied with a smile. So, where is she? Is she planning to make a big entrance or something? Do I have to say some magic words or something? Perhaps I have to pick up the shiny coin on the ground and then drop it into the well, Olivia asked as she looked from Corvus to the still gleaming metal coin on the ground and then back at Corvus, again still sporting a Vulcan-esque raised eyebrow. Oh, oh, Olivia Hunter, you are funny. You are entertaining. Has anyone ever told you that? asked Corvus with an expression of amusement on his face. I have my moments, Olivia replied with a smile, of confidence, however also with a slight but concealed pang of nervousness, because after all she had no idea who nor what this Corvus was. He could be anyone, or perhaps anything. I'm sure you do, but to answer your question, yes. Yes, she will be here to greet you personally very soon, but before that, I wanted to introduce myself to you. In fact, I'm not sure if you know this, but I was at your wedding, Corvus replied. Excuse me? replied Olivia with a surprise in her voice. Your wedding, to the Vampire King. In fact, I and my mistress were both invited by your groom, replied Corvus with a continuous smile. Olivia was genuinely surprised by this revelation, however not that surprised, because in all honesty she had not scrutinised the guest list of her wedding, and she had no idea who nor what had in fact attended. 
Really? You did? Nice. Thank you for coming. I trust you enjoyed the ceremony. It was the best day of my life and a beautiful occasion. I'm sure you would agree, Olivia replied, attempting to mask any and every ounce of the annoyance that she was currently feeling at the knowledge that who she was talking to had been there when Vega and she were wed. It was, replied Corvus, and quite honestly, it is a shame that His Majesty the Vampire King is nowhere to be found and unfortunately did not accompany you here because I would have enjoyed meeting him again, as would my mistress, I am sure. I hope you both enjoyed our wedding gift. Wedding gift? asked Olivia with an expression of genuine confusion and puzzlement, because she had not been made aware of any wedding presents that had been given. Oh, it was nothing. Just a small gesture from the both of us, Corvus replied with a grin. That was honestly beginning to grate on Olivia and was making her even more annoyed with every passing second that she was in the man in black's presence. I'll have to speak to my husband, and then perhaps thank you both later? Olivia replied with a slight grimace. Not necessary. However, perhaps you should speak to the king. I'm sure that there is much that he has not told you, replied Corvus confidently. Olivia was annoyed. Olivia's conversation with Corvus was genuinely beginning to wear thin, and it was Olivia's rising feeling of annoyance that precipitated her decision to look Corvus in the eye and ask them once again, Where is she? Where is she? Well, here I am, of course, said an unidentifiable voice, which appeared to be coming from every direction, which Olivia presumed was the voice of the elusive witch of the well. However, Olivia did not have time to reply before she was immediately transported to what appeared to be a cavernous marble-adorned room that had at the far end of it what appeared to be a gold throne. Where am I? asked Olivia, as her vision cleared and she could see where she was, as her voice echoed all throughout the large and impressive-looking white room that had on its wall multiple portraits of what appeared to be depictions of the witch herself in multiple erotic-looking poses and in multiple settings. Someone loves themselves, mused Olivia to herself. Yes, yes I do, my dear replied the witch. After all, if we do not love each other first, then how can we possibly expect anybody to love us in return? said the witch, as she suddenly appeared from behind Olivia and then walked in front of her and immediately began regarding her. And what is wrong with loving oneself? Nothing, replied Olivia. But if I were to make one observation, I'd say that you don't get many visitors. Am I correct? asked Olivia as she looked the witch in the eye after the witch walked up to Olivia and stared unblinkingly at her. You are correct. Yes and no, I do not get that many visitors, nor do I allow that many people to enter my sanctuary, only those whom I invite. And to be honest, there hasn't been that many, the witch replied with a smile as she looked around the cavernous room that she described as being her sanctuary. Really? Then I should count myself fortunate? Privileged, dare I say? 
Olivia replied with a smile as she looked at the witch. Yes, yes you should, my dear, the witch replied in a hushed tone of voice. Where are we anyway? Where is this? asked Olivia as she once again looked around the room that could have been Buckingham Palace for all she knew. Where? I just told you. This is my sanctuary. Don't you listen? replied the witch insultingly. Yes, I do, and yes, I heard you refer to this as your sanctuary, but like I asked before, and I will ask again, where are we? I mean, this place must be somewhere, right? replied Olivia calmly and while continuing to smile. Why? asked the witch, whose smile seemed to be faltering slightly because of her annoyance at Olivia, no doubt. Why? What? Olivia replied. Why everywhere must be somewhere, the witch replied, as she cocked her head slightly to the right, while continuing to maintain eye contact with Olivia. Because that's how it works, I think you'll find. This place is somewhere, which means it must be located some place, or am I wrong, replied Olivia with an expression of what appeared to be puzzlement. Yes. You're wrong, I must tell you. You know why? Because you know nothing. Nothing. Where are we, you ask? This, this is the well, explained the witch, as she backed away from Olivia and opened her arms wide as she spun around and allowed her long blonde hair and the long white dress she was wearing to swirl around her as if she was creating a storm-like maelstrom around herself. This? This is the well? All this can fit into that itty-bitty well? Or is the well like the chimney of this place? You know, where you climb in and out of whenever you leave and return? Like Santa Claus? Or... Hang on. Wait a minute. Was this place built by Time Lords by any chance? Like the Doctor? I mean, what I'm asking is... Is this like a TARDIS of some kind? Bigger on the inside than it is on the outside? You know, like Doctor Who's time machine? Asked Olivia, jokingly referring to the apparent similarities between the ability of the witch being able to cram an entire mansion into the tight confines of a well with the technology shown in the popular British science fiction television series Doctor Who, which Olivia was a fan of, and whose favourite portrayal of the Doctor was that of actor Matt Smith for some reason. I don't know if you are mocking me deliberately to elicit a response from me, or you are just stupid. Which is it? asked the witch, as she started to slowly walk towards Olivia. Both? Maybe? To tell you the truth, I don't know what I am doing. I'm just talking. I'm not here to mock you, nor to insult you in any way. I'm here... I'm here for the wolf. I'm here to get the wolf back, and I have been led to believe that you are responsible for them being taken away from every werewolf on earth, replied Olivia, as she periodically took deep inhales and exhales of breath to calm herself, because she could feel that her emotions were on the verge of overcoming her ability to restrain them any longer. I am? I was? Hmm, are you sure? That doesn't sound like something I would do, 
replied the witch playfully. No more games. Please, please, please bring back the wolf, asked the noticeably emotional Olivia, who looked to be on the verge of tears. No more games? As if that is going to happen. Do you know how many games, as you refer to them, are being played right now? Every second of every day? Do you know how many gods are, well, playing God? Like I said, you have absolutely no idea what you are talking about. And, come to think of it, I don't think I am responsible for your current predicament. In fact, if you want to know who is to blame, then you need only look in the mirror. Something I know that you like to do on occasion, replied the witch scornfully and angrily. Me? Olivia replied with surprise in her voice. What did I do? What have I done? I've done nothing, said Olivia, as a single tear fell from her right eye and started to roll down her right cheek. Really? You actually believe that? asked the witch with surprise in her voice as she raised both of her eyebrows. I haven't, I swear, said Olivia accidentally in a shrill tone of voice. Hmm, why am I having a hard time believing that? Hmm, maybe it's because you and the Vampire King are married now. You know, the same Vampire King you ran away from? The same Vampire King whom I also know, by the way. I'm not sure if you know this, but he and I may have had a little something. You know, once upon a time, replied the witch with a wide-eyed glare and grin. You're lying, said Olivia angrily, as her voice once again echoed and carried throughout the large and expansive room. I'm not, replied the witch with an equally angry sounding tone of voice that also echoed off all four walls and from the high ceiling to the floor. And since we have both slept with his majesty, I suggest that we finally equate ourselves on a first name basis. Hmm? said the witch as she extended her right hand to Olivia and then introduced herself as Godiva, or Diva, if you prefer. Because, you know, I have been known to be one from time to time. All girls are, though, sometimes. Am I right? Olivia did not know what to say. Olivia did not know what to do. However, what Olivia knew for certain was that if she did still have the wolf within her, she would now be the wolf and tearing the witch to shreds for what she had just insinuated. What is it with witches and lies? Why is it so easy for you all to lie through your teeth? said Olivia through gritted teeth. Lies? Lies? That's rich coming from you, werewolf. How many lies do you think you have told over the course of your life? To your parents? To ex-boyfriends? To your friends? In my opinion, you are incredibly adept at deception yourself. All your kind are. That is what makes you so good at being who and what you are. Beasts disguised as sheep. Monsters disguised as angels. Hunters. Predators who walk around in their human form like butter wouldn't melt in their mouth, but in reality, you would kill your own without even thinking about it. And you have, have you not? replied Godiva with a look of disgust on her face. To be honest, I think I did the world a favour. A favour? What? By taking 
By taking the wolf from me? From us? replied Olivia in tears, as the walls of her self-control began to crack against the weight of her emotions that came flooding out of her. 